right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. And Casey, how are we doing tonight, sir? Well, Marlo, it's been emotional, tough, uh, couple, couple days. Uh, I'm under curfew for the first time since I think I graduated high school, so that's a interesting feeling. But um, hanging in there, hopefully bringing some levity to... Not, I guess, to it, but uh, in spite of um, everything that is that is going on. How about you? Yeah, same thing on curfew. Um, so we're on lockdown within a lockdown. And yeah, everything's fine. That's how I'm just going to go about it, even though it's yeah. not. We're just going yeah. to sit and pretend for the next... No, no, we're just going to... We're just going <laughs> to... We're just going to go let's through. Let's not put the, a time on it because we'll go past whatever time. we say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we learned anything in the last few weeks, don't put a time cap on things. Yeah. Uh, but for the next little bit, how about that? Next little bit. We're going to yep. go through as uh, everything's fine in our in our, in our our world here, knowing that there are other things going on right now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so let's, let's do that and hope that uh, real world doesn't interrupt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Okay, so we're going to start off with a big, big announcement this week. Yeah. Huge. Ginormous, as some people would say. Um, so next Saturday and Sunday, the Wisconsin Podcast Association, along with A100 Radio and iHeartRadio and Live for Wisconsin, are teaming up to do the first ever Wisconsin Podcast Association Podcast-a-thon. Um, yeah. With ben- benefits going to feeding families throughout the state of Wisconsin. And guess what, Casey? Your boys are going to be part of it. We sure are. Very excited. Um, Weirdly, very excited, uh, but also weird. But it will be. It will be fun. Uh, We are. What we're on Sunday, the seventh. Yeah. Yep. So there's going to be constant stream of podcasts. Wisconsin-born podcasts. the 6th and 7th, we have a time slot at 1 p.m. Central Time on the 7th. And you can be able to catch that live on Facebook uh, at the Wisconsin Podcast Association Facebook site or A100 Radio on iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your iHeart Radio. So, yeah, should be it live in the press. It's going to be our first live production. Um, yeah. Not that we edit that much, but, you know. There's no going back, Casey. How are you feeling? Yeah. Oof. Well, now I, I was nervous before. Now I'm terrified. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to be part of it. It will be, if nothing else, an interesting experience. We are kicking off the afternoon block um, at that one o'clock spot, so that will be that will be fun. Uh, so the one before the slot before us is the hosts, Hayes and Jensen, J- Jason, excuse me. Uh, and the one before that is the Milwaukee Business Journal. Um, <laughs> slightly, I think, uh, let's say on each side of, of the host, not quite the same level of uh, quality there, but we're going to do our best, probably, and it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we've come up with a interesting idea. I think we need to flesh out a little bit more um, and, and see what we're going to do. But it will be live. It will be fun. Um, and I will be very nervous for it. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it will be live and it will be fun. Uh we'll be the lead in for the Milwaukee Business Journal. So we got that. That's 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 when you know we made it. That's when you know we made it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. 
Uh, you guys decided to put some stuff out on social media. Get reminded on Facebook and Twitter. Um, again, it's uh, it's also going all for a good cause. All uh, the proceeds, and you can go ahead and donate uh, if you like to right now to the uh, at the Wisconsin Podcast Association. Um, again, all proceeds are going to Live for Wisconsin to help uh, feed needy families in the state of Wisconsin. So yeah. we're doing our part, doing what we can. Um, all right. Anything else going on, Marlo, before we dive into to whatever our show is today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's it. Let's, uh, let's, let's really dive in here. We got a ton of sports to talk about. There's been a lot of sports going on lately. Uh, so let's, <laughs> yeah, let's start with what we always do. It's filling the void. It's probably our filling segment. The void. <laughs> it's our new segment. This- our new segment in the void um no i think this was the first week so we had what last week we had the golf match the match two to talk about before that we had the jordan doc um before that we had just kind of i think the shock and um suddenness of, of sports just kind of going away and kind of we had what that little bit of kind of reminiscing and watching old old games and stuff we had that yep this was the first week where it was like there is really nothing i mean there was some <laughs> ufc stuff you know we're not big ufc guys there was some racing stuff still trying kazowski won again today so now i'm just jumping on a bandwagon if i root for him i guess but uh still yeah. struggle with the racing so let's avoid marlo but what did we find or what found us rather yeah, I think it's more found us. I wrote it was it was I wrote extreme out. tag. It's called ultimate tag. Ultimate tag. Oh, ultimate tag. Pretty sure. Now I'm doubting myself. Um, uh, I think it's extreme tag. Ultimate tag. Nope, you're right. It's ultimate tag. Ultimate tag. Um, I should know. I watched both episodes. Uh, hosted and probably produced to some extent by the Watt, bro- <laughs> Watt brothers. Um, and pretty much in kind of the order you would expect them to be involved with JJ. Really centerpiece, uh, TJ and and Derek kind of flanking him, Marlo. And let's start there with the Watt brothers. Yes, um, it's kind of their show. In that, well, I, let, let me just ask you: What do you think of the mm-hmm. Watt brothers' performance, charisma, whatever their their involvement in or running of this show? You know, I you know love the Watts. Shout out Watts. Uh, but you know, you can tell they're green. I think yeah. that's the best way to say it. <laughs> um, you know, it's the enthusiasm is there, uh, but it takes a little, little to come out to uh, manufacture it, right? They're not as excited as you yeah. see them on the field, right? Uh, but you yeah. can tell, you can tell there's that, that brotherly like chemistry, that brotherly, hey, we, you know, we're just kind of messing around um, at home type of thing. But you know, so if I had to grade it, I give them a solid B plus. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair, especially for just knowing that they're, you know, not TV personalities. I think um, it's not as easy to come off natural on TV, and, and they do a pretty good job. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the opener in episode two was J.J. Uh, Watt said, here's a picture of us when we were younger. I was bigger because <laughs> I'm the big brother, and now I'm still bigger. <laughs> Let's start the show. And it was like <laughs> there was a joke there, and it just was like not. It was like like the bare bones of a joke, and they didn't like flesh yeah. out how it was going to happen. It was it was fantastic, and then like the punchline came, and then there was just kind of like a pause, and it's like 
and here are contestants. So I think that was in a nutshell kind of how it's been going for them. But I think when they get into the show and you hear them reacting and kind of like talking about whatever the action or whatever with each other and then the interviews with TJ and Derek primarily doing the interviews, those are pretty good. I think they're pretty good in those situations. Yeah, and that makes me think, I kind of want to think like how they came up with this show, right? I I feel like, it, I, I, I can't wrap my head around it because I don't think it was like, <laughs> hey, let's do Ultimate Tag. You know who we should get? All the Watt Brothers. Yeah. My mind says it was the Watt Brothers playing tag in the backyard or something or beating each other up while they're at home. Um, yeah. And then they're like, you know what? We could make a show out of this. Or they were watching YouTube videos. of I don't know if you've ever fallen on the YouTube videos, like extreme tag, like people running around and do that. I've d- came across that time and time again <laughs> but they you're like sitting around watching that and like commenting on and they were like whoa we could really do this we could do this this um, could be a show <laughs> yeah we could like we could do this it'd be great and and that's how they got to but that's where i'm like i'm just wondering where did the seed come from and i would love to, like just to see it cultivate to, and then actually get a show yeah it's kind of like the steph curry golf mini golf thing right it's like yeah. somehow it had to kind of be Steph Curry's idea and he had to be involved. I don't know that there's like a executive who who is sitting there at like NBC or whatever it's on. And it was like, I got an idea, mini golf, <laughs> but I need Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, I don't think anybody's sitting there going ultimate tech. Got to get me the Watt brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it has to be birthed from the, from them. I think in, in some way, shape or form, uh, it is weird watching the show and then it goes to commercial break and then it's the Watt Brothers Subway commercial. Oh, yeah. They're, it's just like, yeah, it's a little too much. It's a little too much. <laughs> too much Watt Brothers. They just broke your deal. Like, if we're going to do a show, all the commercials have to have us in it too. It's the way it is. I always hate that when I'm watching like a sporting event and then like one of the people in the sporting event is in a commercial. Mm. I mean, it's always kind of Peyton Manning now, so that's not really the issue. Like, yeah, it's not as yeah, often as know, when like he was Aaron like, Rodgers. Maybe I don't know. Pretty yeah, much yeah, that might happen. That might happen to some people on this podcast uh, <laughs> when they're rooting against him, and then he's trying to sell you insurance or something or a truck <laughs> during the break. <laughs> Probably not great. Probably not great. Um, so that's annoying, and then it's just weird when it's them in their own show <laughs> selling <laughs> advertisements to themselves. Kind of, it's weird. I don't know how it all yeah. works. Economics yeah. and not really sure. That's wild. So, um, yeah. is this is this the part of the legacy where they finally they can uh, Pewaukee when you're driving in? It says Pewaukee, home of the Watts, who have created Ultimate Tag. I mean, it's got to be like P-Walkie. on the water tower at least. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's just like a big. I, I should know all their numbers. I don't. Big JJ Watt number, and then like two smaller, like TJ and Derek Watt. <laughs> Like on each side, just like in the show. Um, I mean, they got to be, right? Yeah, that has to be coming in the works. In the works. If it's not Pewaukee, you need, uh, yeah, we need to, we should start a GoFundMe. Nah, no, they're get, doing all right. Get they the, water, their, t- get the Watts on the water tank tower. Show. Yeah. They can they got- <laughs> the water towers. They don't need our money. <laughs> um, so, the, so the tag itself, Marlo. Um, yeah. It's a, so I was watching it in the last episode and thinking, why don't they just do 
American Gladiators again? Why do okay. we have to pretend with it just being tag? And why can't we just do bring us back Gladiators? I don't understand. What are, what are, what do we mess around with tag for? And then I'll talk about why tag's awesome. But yeah, my bigger question is. <laughs> Like, this is part of American Gladiators. This is, like, one yes. of the challenges in American Gladiators. Yes. Just do the real thing. Why? Yeah. What's so, happening? I, Why isn't this happening? I agree. This is totally American Gladiators right down to, like, all the personalities of the taggers, um, the backstories of the contestants, and then, yeah, yeah then you have the host. And it is. And I don't know why American Gladiators didn't work. Maybe because you tried to have Hulk Hogan as the host, and then met uh, But you remember when I tried to come back? Yeah. That was like did, know, yeah, years it, ago. It just it just didn't work. Um, you know, but whatever. But I agree. This is, they basically took, again, this is me thinking the Watt brothers sitting at home uh, in Pewaukee, like, you know what? They were, <laughs> what we should do is American Gladiators, but tag. But just um, the tag part. Just the tag part. Yeah. No, and I love, no. yeah, but the personalities of the taggers are, uh, just taken from American Gladiators, like from a team, but they're fancy. They're it's a, they're a little more thought out. It's it's pretty. I think it's fantastic. The tag. Yeah. No. All right. So I don't. I don't mean to uh, disparage the great game of Ultimate Tag by any means. Yeah. I just, you know, I have a little bit of fond memories of American Gladiators, great Super Nintendo game, um, as well. Fantastic. But, <clears throat> um. It feels it just feels like a like a sub game of that, but yeah. for a sub game of that, it is fantastic. And they find, I guess it's really only like four ways to do it, but they they switch it up a little bit between them. I think so. Maybe there's five ways, but five ways to play some semblance of tag, and it's really right. fun. It's 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 actually some. It's more entertaining than if you explained it on a piece of paper for sure. True, because I, I think. I was thinking about it too because they're always they're like, all right, for this game, you get to run through here, and they try to tag you. In this game, you run through here, and they try to tag. It's like it's all just tag. <laughs> like you, when you try to explain it out, it's like so yeah. we're just doing tag, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when you watch it, like the games are actually different. Yeah, they're a little bit different. In this one, yeah. they chase you. In this one, <laughs> you kind of got to run around them, yeah. <laughs> like, but still kind of the same. And then they get warded points, right? Which seem, they're not random, but they seem kind of, so my biggest pet peeve so far, Marlo, is uh, in the first, the first game that they've done in the first two episodes is all three of them go into the little U-shaped tag place, and then yep. a tagger will run in one at a time, and then they chase one down, and they get, that's just random who he decides to chase. It's not like, they never give up on the person they're chasing to chase somebody yeah. else. Right. So it's completely random who they pick. It's not necessarily on the person who gets tagged. They just got chosen randomly by the first person. Right. It feel yeah. It's yeah. Great. They're just like the know. weakest link of a herd. It's like they can see them kind of limping along, so they start. They just pick that one. You know, it's like a lion. Train, but that, just, it's uh, like they saw them first as they were jumping over the obstacle, and they're like, "I'm going to yeah. go after the red guy." And then right. that's who he goes after, despite no matter how agile or well he's good at, able to get away. Although in the last one, uh, Iron Giant, Iron Giantess, she just gave up. She's like, I'm tired. Somebody else come in. And she just <laughs> left. That was fantastic. Um, so that 
leads us to our favorite tagger, Marlo. And um, before I get into this, I must say, I was unaware of how vast the parkour community uh, and, and um, the talent that comes out of that is. I mean, it's really quite stunning when you watch this. <laughs> um, which community? <laughs> the, the parkour. <laughs> like they're like professional parkour people, and they're like <laughs> just jumping over stuff all yeah. nimbly. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Um, um do you have well, also, so well, favorite? So first, the, the before we get a favorite tag, like the first, I only watched first episode, so I'm going out first okay. episode. Oh, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> but like the first guy they introduced, he's like, uh yeah, I got the your USA on my chest as the USA." Sand handball team. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. Oh, think, he was a competitor. Th- yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I had thought I've heard of all the obscure sports that you can play <laughs> for Team USA in my quest to like find one where I can make it to the Olympics. But yeah. I had, I have yeah. heard of handball, but I didn't know they had a sand handball national team. Um, that was wild to me. I was like, because I, I was also wondering too, as watching the first episode, like, where did they find the contestants for like the first? first season first episode of this like who's yeah. what are you like where are you on the internet we're like oh they're doing a ultimate tag game sign me up yeah I, no it's the Watt brothers went around <laughs> they're scouting the sand handball courts fields beaches whatever they play on they're <laughs> yeah. scouting tape of former track athletes <laughs> to find who would be good at ultimate tag oh. i'm not sure but Marlo, there has to be some sort of mailing list of some sort that <laughs> goes out for <laughs> these challenges, and you need to be on this list. I don't understand why you're not. <laughs> it's really a, a family. I don't think I'd be good. I don't the, think I'd be good at this one. I mean, you'd be better than me, but not um, <laughs> say much, I suppose. Um, Maybe not this one, but there's a there's there's a contrived tag type game out there for you, Marlo. It might yeah. be sand handball. Who knows? Um, yeah. But there's a mailing list that you should be on <laughs> to, to get into these <laughs> relatively <laughs> obscure competitions. <laughs> okay. All right. Got a little off the rails on that one. Going your initial well, question, favorite tag. All right. All right. Back to the taggers who were on the email list and they got yeah. selected to be the taggers. Um, they mainly have parkour backgrounds. Uh, a couple, <laughs> a little bit more. Uh, I think one guy was like a, a karate and cheer squad guy. That was fun. Uh, do you have a favorite one that that you had out of out of the taggers that uh, we saw? They all come back in in episode two. I think in episode two there's a new one. He's mm. a British guy, and of course his name is Bulldog. Oh, of course. All right, so um, but I think he was the down. only one in episode two that wasn't in episode one. Okay, well then I don't don't know Bulldog, but I think my favorite <laughs> Bulldog. So wouldn't I already take this favorite. out. My favorite persona, right, is yeah. the nerd by far. Favorite persona. Nice. That was uh, that was fantastic. Well done, sir. Whatever your real name is, nerd. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one to watch is the flow. The flow was. Uh, oh yeah. I like yeah. It's like this style. Yeah, he's he's great. He moves really smooth. Uh, yeah, the nerd is definitely a really cool persona. So, for those who haven't seen it, and I, I assume I'm speaking to a small uh, group of people when I say people who haven't seen this, um, <laughs> he 
He has like very small. long curly red hair. He has safety slash goggles, safety glasses slash goggles on. Uh, green pants or green shorts that you would think a nerd persona would wear. High socks. I mean, he's in for the whole bit. It's fantastic. Um, Iron Giantess is a fantastic for this. My favorite is the kid. Uh, he because he's borderline too old to be called the kid. He's definitely <laughs> not the kid, and I'm just yeah. wondering how long he can hold out on being called the kid. Um, and I had a good conversation with my wife about how old you have to be before you can't be called the kid anymore. Because uh, I'm pretty sure he's beyond that, but his persona is still, um, you know, a, a, I guess a bratty little type type kid. Thing, yeah. So. I don't know if he was my favorite, but he's he stood out to me. Yeah, when they announced the kid, all I could think of was, oh god, he's he's like the professor from um from the uh, the mixtapes back in the day. Man, mixtapes. Man, mixtapes. Like, oh, there you go. This yeah. got another professor. And it, I, I thought the same thing. Like, how long? Because this show is obviously going to go for like a ten season run. Yeah. Um, how long is he going to be able to call the kid? I thought the same thing. Yeah, because like at some point. And Griffey wasn't the kid anymore, and I wonder when that was. Or did we just because right? We stopped calling him the kid at some point. Yeah, yeah. Even we stopped calling him Junior at some point. It was just Griffey, and was you know, Griffey. his hobbled Red's years. Yeah, I know. Somewhere I don't know. I shouldn't say he's my favorite, but that was that was the question that's coming to my mind. I like the, um, I think the Iron Giantess because she like almost like body slammed somebody in the first episode and. Just held, just held up. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> and then she just bailed on the the one where she had to actually chase people. And I thought that was hilarious. So she's my favorite, my favorite female female one so far. And she talks the most trash. So it's been fun. Um, <laughs> I've seen two episodes now. Now I feel like I'm invested, but I don't really need to see more. But I probably will watch them. So I can <laughs> update it on next week's episode. <laughs> All right. So is there a point? Like, it? do we get? Do do like they win? Do they? Is yeah, they're like, like a, championship. Like they're playoffs. Finals. I don't do know. We, do you just win the episode and that's it? Yeah. Good questions. These are all good questions. You got to stay tuned. I, find out. I mean, at least they make it seem like it's meaningful to the characters uh, or the characters, the contestants as they compete. Yeah. Like I buy into it. Matters to them that they win this game of tag. <laughs> <laughs> that it means something to them. Um. All right. Anything else on Ultimate Tag, Marlo? No, that's all I got. I thought my son would be more excited about it. He's not. No, not super. Not yet. Not super into it. Well, he wants to then play tag, and it's like no. Right. Uh, we're trying to like get ready for bed and watch this. I don't want to run around the house right now. Um. Can we just watch these people do it? <laughs> that's kind of like the whole thing of sports. It's like, yeah, I right. could go play the sport. But it'd be much more I, fun to sit here and watch these other people do it. Yeah. Anytime you watch shirts, he just wants to go ahead and play it. And I'm like, no, not right now. <laughs> Later. How about that? My son still reaches um, the It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is that about really the- hard for you. That would be really hard for you. Your son rooting for referees. <laughs> like, well, is luckily. Uh, against all referees. <laughs> Luckily, uh, my teams haven't been playing sports, so it hasn't been bothering me. Okay. All right. Fill in the void some more. Um, yep. The Titan Games. Have you seen this? 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the host. I don't even know. He doesn't even say The Rock anymore. It's just Dwayne Johnson, the host. He's just, he's moved on. He's just moved on. So if you want to talk about Gladiator knockoffs, uh, season two is a Gladiator's knockoff. Season one was more about, you know, person versus person, working up to who's the Titan, yeah. you know, versus each other. Season two, they've brought in celebrity Titans, right? Oh, um, and so basically you work like you work your way through those other people on these different, you know, obstacles, challenges. weird things. Yeah. Challenges. Thank you. Um, and then you get to face a Titan at the, the last thing, which is like the Ego Crag or the last, you know, where the, what was it called? The gladiators, the last where they went head to head each other. Mm. You know, what I'm talking about the last yep. obstacle course, but it's like that. But now you go against one of the celebrity Titans, right? And Casey, you got to look at these celebrity titans. I uh, outside of our rundown, I have not. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go through some of these for you. Uh, no, Jesse Graff. It was the it was the Eliminator. Yes, the Eliminator. That's what it was. So Jesse Graff, who was like famous from, she was like that first Ninja Warrior chick. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It first hit past like stage one or whatever. Um, not whatever. It was actually impressive. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, Calista yeah. Shield, she was the Olympic boxer. Uh, Hannah Tier, Olympic uh, snowboarder, gold medalist. All right. Then yeah. this might get into yeah. your wheelhouse a little bit. Tyron Woodley, the M- MMA fighter, or okay, former sure. MMA yeah. fighter. Victor Cruz. Oh. <laughs> former, <laughs> yeah, former wide receiver, former. Still dancing salsa. out there doing the yes the, yes the still salsa? doing the dance out said, there, and then we got our surg- boy surgically repaired, yeah, yeah exactly. So that yeah, he's found a new calling. I mean, he couldn't make the receivers. <laughs> he couldn't make the receiver core as a bear, which that's when you know your your career is over. Um, and now he's doing Titans, uh, and then our boy Joe Thomas, who is just looking mean and lean and looks nothing like he did when he played. But we've already gone over that. So those are your celebrity titans. Very interesting. Um, I noticed there weren't any uh, Olympic hand uh, <laughs> handball beach, beach, beach handball contenders on there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. It seems outside of the plane of the show to have them there, as if they're like better than the other. Like you get in a chance to face them i don't know yeah because it was like just like look at these sick people who like here's their day job and then they just like train for eight hours when their kids are sleeping (laughs) and then they're going to compete in like hitting this log into a door to knock it down like (laughs) fun things like that uh then to have like some sort of like celebrity other contestant seems kind of weird i don't know yeah they changed the format yeah i guess yeah, it is kind of weird. Um, I'd have to say, I think I'd see it. I, I, it might make more sense if if I see it. Not that you didn't explain it well, Marlo, but I mean, like, yeah. No, I get, I feel you. That they change that they change the format. I have to see what it's, what it means because it. Are they in? I suppose that these really successful athletes are inherently a bigger challenge than the right. other. Yeah, and I, I think it's—I mean, it's TV. It's like, 
I don't know. I guess you know these people are. Really, I guess you know them from their sports. Yeah, background, or you can so at least recognize like, oh, you were an Olympic boxer, like that. Yeah, carries some sort of like. Yeah, you are a amazing right. athlete kind of thing. Right. It's just that, yeah. It's not Joe going so that, against Matt, and it's like okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I feel like it's another barometer to the to the person at home, right? Yeah. This is a professional athlete. How do you stack up against them in this right crazy? If you destroy them, yeah. then it's you know okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, didn't realize it. Didn't realize it was back. Is The Rock still? Or excuse me, is Dwayne Johnson still rocking amazing outfits? Because I remember his outfits yes. were something else. He is always on point. Uh, his style is untouchable, immaculate, unremarkable, untouchable, immaculate. Yes, one of a kind because literally only he could probably fit in those clothes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. But yeah, this is it's it's a fun watch. It's if you like like just watching like some sort of brute strength type stuff, sheer will, weird things happening. It's fun. It's a fun watch. Um, yeah. What did bring up? But I saw Matt. I mean, I saw sorry Joe Joe Thomas go against Matt Chan in the final Titan. Such a close. It was a close race back and forth. And so Joe Thomas obviously Wisconsin. Um, legend, NFL yeah. legend. Even though he's on the Cleveland Browns his whole freaking career, uh, now finding a second second win as <laughs> a Titan and other things, obviously. But um, he was going against Matt Chan, and for me, Matt Chan, for obviously you know Casey, he's a huge, he's a he's a CrossFit OG uh, from back sure. today, CrossFit Games competitor. He had a terrible, terrible like mountain bike accident where his, oh. basically his legs split open. Um, it's kind of gross if you go and if you go and look at it. I will. Um, I will not search for pictures. Don't worry. <laughs> it's super gross. Um, yeah, and then had to come back from that. And you know, I, I know they list him as a firefighter, but I Matt, Matt Chance is an OG CrossFitter. And so when he went went against um, Joe Thomas, it was a hard fought match, basically a tie. But Joe Thomas turned the key split second for Matt Chan Caleb, uh to beat him out, and I just felt proud sadness and admiration for the both of them and uh that was the closest i've gotten to emotion in sports <laughs> in a long time like i felt like it was an actual sporting event that i was super involved in and was just emotional as watching joe and matt go at it interesting i'll have to, I'll have to go back and, and and check it out i'm sure i would be uh, in, involved as well. Uh, Joe Thomas, um, I don't mean to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, Marlo, but... Oh, uh, go for it. Borderline unrecognizable from his playing days. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, look, it's it's so crazy how, like, f- football shape for an offensive lineman, and then it's like... I mean, it was months afterwards, and he's just, like, a different human, and he looks, like, much more, quote-unquote, healthy now. Uh, it's absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's just... I don't know. I can't eat it. And just the fa- and then he just and then to just top it off, he just shaves his head, which is like the the cherry on top, right? Like you just slim down. You get. I mean, he was Jack before, but you know, like he slims down now. All his yeah, muscles no, are yeah, I can off see it everywhere. You know, you lost all this. Lost all yeah, you uh, top it over, and now you don't. Now you shave your head and wearing tight shirts, and you know what? F that. 
Yeah, I keep I'm just jealous. I'm not, I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've had a couple times with my uh, quarantine hair where I'm like, should I just, should I just shave this off? <laughs> would any, I mean, people would notice, don't get me wrong, but like, nobody sees me these days. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You'd have time uh, to get it back. Yeah. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Um, all right. Titan Games. I'm going to check it out, Marlo. I'm excited. I'm going to put it in my uh, Hulu. What is it? It's not like a, Whatever, so it records it, so I can watch it later. Yeah, it's on NBC. Look at all this pre-pub we're giving to these network shows like they need it. Where's yeah. the? They, you know what, Fox, NBC, if you want to holler, we'll do one of those exclusively every week to the yeah. highest bidder. The uh, yeah, the official follow-up show. <laughs> we have that. We have that will be in our new. That will be our new Patron offering. Patron. I keep calling it Patron. Patreon offering uh, that we haven't yeah. made yet. But, oh yeah, working on it. <laughs> we're I made still it. working. We're working on it. Uh, that'll be one of them. Get, you know, at one level, at one level, we'll give you the Titan game recap. At another level, yeah. we'll give you ultimate tag recap. Yeah, I'm working on it, Marlo. Um, I made it, <laughs> and I get emails like once every other week, where where they're like, "Here's your Creator Digest." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I need to finish doing that," <laughs> and then I forget about it, and then they email me again like, "Creator update." It's like that's right. God darn it! One of these days, <laughs> one of these we'll get it. So, um, I guess you guys can support us to keep doing this and give you breakdowns of Ultimate Tag and Titan games. <laughs> you really come for it. All right. Well, Marlo, that was fun. That's how we filled the void. Yeah. Um, I'm actually more excited to watch both of these things now that we talked about it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and, and, and oh okay. man. I had to start a second podcast. I hope it doesn't come to that, but that's where we're at. But yeah. maybe, possibly, sports are coming back in our relatively-ish near future. Um, so let's, I guess, let's go in order of, well, let's go in order that I wrote it down. I was going to say in order of how recent they're going to come back, but I think this is a little bit different. Um, let's go NBA first, because that's where we have the most, <clears throat> I think. To add, uh, NBA plans on coming back relatively soon. Marlo, is it? Ta- they're talking about early July. Is that what I read, or did you? Do you have a better date on when they actually think they'll start playing basketball games? Um, I read. I read mid to late July. Okay, but it's been all over places. I've also read early July. Yeah, yeah, so. it's been it's been all over the place. I've I've heard yeah. they wanted to do uh, early July, but I think that what might have been the most optimistic date. Uh, so maybe that's what I'm going off of. Um, but you're right now that I think about it, it was more that mid to late July and into August. Um, there was a lot of conversation about what the format would look like, who would be coming back. And it sounds like they're going to land between 20 and 22 teams coming back. Uh, the majority of owners, it's again, I'm just going off. I'm trying to. I'm trying to summarize the reporting that I've read, Marlo. So excuse me if I'm um, I'm making generalizations here. But a majority of people only wanted to do the playoff teams, but then to get kind of more buy-in from all of the owners, they expanded that. And it sounds like they're going to get about 20 to 22 teams in. The teams that aren't currently in the playoffs or are at the bottom edge of the playoff range are going to do some sort of play-in system um, to which may probably will be one round. Um, so you're going to get down to the 20, 20th ranked team and the 22nd ranked team record-wise, regardless of concert, 
conference, excuse me. Uh, and they're going to go to Orlando and do some playing games and then do a 16-team playoff. That's what it sounds like will happen. How do you feel about that, Marlo? And um, do you think that's, I guess, a fair or reasonable way to do this? I mean, at this point, to get anything in, I think it's it's very creative, one. Props to Adam Silver. Um, but, yeah, at this point, at where we're at, it's, you know, I can't I can't rack my brain for something better. You know, to, and I'm assuming even at this point they would want to get something in before there was a possibility of football to hit, right? Yeah. Um. Sure. So yeah, I think it's. I mean, it is what it is. It's going to be different. Um. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good. It's gonna. You know. I mean, obviously, right off the bat, it's like, well, I mean, like that the Bulls had a chance, anyways. But like in this new format, Bulls don't have a chance. They probably won't even get <laughs> invited to play play ins. No, they get invited. Yeah. So. There's that. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know there's a lot of things at stake. The more it, I thought about when it first, and I was like, um, you know, I think we talked last week about LeBron sitting here being big mad, but it's you know, kind of LeBron's like playoff legacy. This is just one example, like LeBron's playoff legacy. What does that? What does this do to that? If you, if they play this and he does well, if they play it and he doesn't, right? Is it going to count against him or is it not? Um, there's certain teams that. I would say like the Milwaukee Bucks, like they were super hot. Obviously, yeah. are they able to get back in rhythm in enough time? Um, they had time for uh, time for Greek Freak to get a little bit more healthy. Does that work yeah, out for that them? Was, that's nice. You know, it was time for Steph to get more healthy. Does that work out for them? Like, you know, it's it's kind of weird, but I think it'll be fun at, at the very least. Yeah. No, I think I, I we'll talk about this. I think a little bit with MLB. Yeah. Any. Any plan, any resolution, any compromise is worth it if there's going to be basketball. If there's going to be in this format. It sounds like we'll eventually get to a eighteen, excuse me, a sixteen-team playoff that has kind of our normal rounds, right? This the seven-game series and whatnot, and that's really all that matters at the end of the day for the NBA. You can talk about the integrity of the regular season, but that really doesn't mean crap. It just means yep. it for. Um, for seeding, um, and I guess seeding means even less if you're playing in a, a bubble in Orlando. Um, yep, because you're not getting you're not getting that home court advantage. Obviously, you get the better, I guess, record wise matchups, right? Because you play the, like whatever the fourth seed instead of the second seed or something like that. Um, I think it's it's fine. It's works, um, and I like I said, I, I'm not gonna. I can sit and nitpick it, right? or I can pick some nits in it. I think there's a more grammatically correct way to say that, but if it gets basketball back, I'm, I'm fine. I don't, I don't really need to uh, complain too much about it otherwise. Um, there were some interesting ideas floated out in this. And the one I wanted to talk to you about Marlo is I know you're a big fan of the world cup. At least that's the only time mm-hmm. you pay attention to soccer. So, um, <laughs> There was an idea that when they come back, they do it in a World Cup format in which I don't remember how many teams it was, but let's say it was uh, 24 teams and they would be split into, I think this is how it worked. I'm just going off of memory. Uh, They would be in six groups of four and then they would Mm -hmm. play each other twice and the top two teams would move on. Then you end up with 12. That doesn't end up right. doesn't matter. But (laughs) my math doesn't work. And then, but there would be some sort of group play where you play each per team in your group twice, which in the World Cup you only play them once, but in here you'd play them twice to kind of 
I guess, less invariance. Um, and then the teams, the top two teams in that group would move on to um, move on to the actual playoffs. And I thought that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, there's some nits to be picked in that about who would, you know, who would that be fair for? Would be fair for, you know, the Bucks and Lakers who are the top two teams to have to go against, you know, whomever to try and advance, even though they should have some sort of more significant advantage. Um, or, you know, if you get a group of death who, you know, you get like, I don't even remember the teams, but you get like a, like a Boston, Utah Clippers grouping. Like that doesn't seem fair to any of those teams. Um, there was a lot of kinks to work out with it, but it sounded really fun and um, very different. And I think would have been, would have been a lot of fun, uh, but probably too, too far different than normal playoffs, normal kind of the way American sports are structured to kind of really pull off and be accepted as a substitute for what would be the end of the regular season. Yeah, that, I don't know. It, I think it would be, yeah, be hard for like Americans to wrap their head around. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't think it would be that. I don't know. I think that would be interesting. I think it, it w- yeah. wouldn't be something to play with. And I think it's interesting that if this, trying to like forward think it if this turns out well and like you said eloquently like the playoffs are like are the only thing that matter in the nba you know if this turns out well it's like well you know what should we just have the play like should we just start the season in christmas and just have so many games and then have the playoffs because that's all that matters that's all that matters yeah i mean nba doesn't want that because they want those oh i know season tickets and stuff but like oh yeah i mean that's for that's a that's an issue issue in I think American sports in general. Not I, I don't mean to sound hoity toity about this, but like the fact that only the playoffs t- end up mattering um, for the most part is I think good. But sometimes in like higher variant sports, like in soccer, it's a real problem. In like that, the MLS has a playoff like that doesn't jive with how soccer works and the rest of the world thinks of soccer and NBA. You have usually the best team ends up winning anyway. So it's not too important, but then you get to like NHL where it's like the president's cup team, like rarely wins. So like, who's the best team, you know, it's yeah to get, to get to that. Um, I, th- so there's a lot of talk about now about this world cup idea and this being the mid-season tournament, you know, that Adam Silver keeps talking about or trying to bring up. Yep. And I just can't get my head around, like, what what motivation any team would have to win a mid-season tournament. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same group of teams. So what does it matter? So the comparison is to soccer again, and I'm sorry, I'm bleeding too much soccer into our NBA talk, Marlon. I apologize. <laughs> um, but in soccer, yeah. they have like the FA cup or they have multiple competitions that happen alongside your regular domestic league season, but they're different competitions. So for example, the champions league is a group of competitions across leagues in Europe. So it's a different group of teams. It's the best teams across Europe. In the FA Cup, for instance, in England, it's open to all teams in England, regardless of level. So you get 
the Premier League teams, but you also get the leagues below that. So those leagues below that have like a real motivation to try and compete in this. And then Premier League teams have varying degrees of motivation to compete in it. But in the NBA, if it's the same group of teams, I guess you would kind of get varying degrees of competition. But if the good teams just decide not to try in it, then who cares? What's the point? Like, right. If yeah. Or if only the Lakers decide to try it, <laughs> who cares? What's the point? In the, in, the, in the soccer example, they're bringing in other teams outside of the normal pool of teams you play against to add a variety, to add like a different motivation or something. So if Manchester United is playing Chilwell or something from the second or third league, they have a, some, they have a motivation to get other players playtime. They have a motivation to not get embarrassed. The other team is like, holy shit, we're playing Manchester United. We better show up and play. If it's the Blazers versus the Magic, what additional motivation is there for either of them to compete in that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a tangent. I don't, I, they want to do this mid-season tournament. They've been talking about it a lot, the NBA has, and I just don't envision a way in which, even with this World Cup format, which would be a heck ton of fun, that it anybody cares about it. Do you see a path for NBA players caring about a not-NBA trophy tournament? No. No, I don't at, at all. Um yeah, like you said, what's the difference, you know, during that regular season and then we just, we'll just call it a tournament um, to, it's, and, and it's like supposed to be in like the dog days of, of the NBA season too, right? Where really no yeah. one cares anyways. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be like um, mid-season, so it's going to be like kind of all-star break-ish. Yeah, so you might as well just call it the load management tournament. Um where they can just where everyone can rest their stars and we can watch the players off the bench develop and two way players come up. Uh, should be fun and exciting for all. Get your tickets; they're hot. Yeah, because the only way I can think is like you can, like each team picks a player on the other team that can't play. But then I want to watch <laughs> it if LeBron James isn't playing on the Lakers. It's like I want to watch the Lakers without LeBron James. Or I want to watch the Bucks without Giannis. That doesn't sound fun and entertaining. I don't. I don't yeah. know what they do. They want to do it. And I don't see it way, which makes sense unless they do some sort of thing with other leagues. That would be fun, but I don't think that's possible over there yet. All right, last thing on the NBA, Marlowe, I wanted to ask. Yep. If a team, well, a team will win the NBA championship this year. Yeah. I've heard lots of talks about there being asterisks or should there be an asterisk or things, and I say that's ridiculous. Um, that is ridiculous. And I guess this is... This is so a little bit of me is defensive on this because I'm defending uh, the Liverpool position of why they should still be considered league champions even if they never played <laughs> another game. But it's not the team's fault. It's not any of these teams' fault that we're in the current situation that they are. They all had to compete and play through whatever situation that they end up playing through. They're the NBA champions. There shouldn't be any sort of comment or question or doubt about it. Um they just happen to persevere and play well enough in whatever time frame, whatever condition uh, it went through to be to be NBA champions. It's no less of an achievement than any other year. Agreed. Perhaps. It's going to be different. It's going to be different. And we've had shortened seasons before. 
Um, yeah. There's no asterisks on that. It is what it is. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be as short as this season, but I mean, next, well, no, I'm not going to go into details, but yeah, we've had short seasons before. There have been championships. There's been no asterisks on either of those. So why would this be any different? Is it going to be a different style? Yes. But the whole reason we're doing it is, yeah, it's for money. But at the same time, we are they are crowning a champion, and that's going to be a champion for that season. The 20, uh, 2019-2020 season is that champion in this format, and that is an NBA champion. Boom. All right. We're on, we're on the record, Marlo. Yep. NBA. NBA Twitter. Recognize our, our stance, please. Thank you. Um, all right, NHL is next, Marlo. They seem like they might be the first ones back. I'm trying to get a date on this, but um, they're coming back. They're going to do, uh, I think, an even crazier thing. Oh yeah. Than than NBA, they're going with a straight. They're ending the regular season. The Boston Bruins, congratulations, right? Boston Bruins, you are the President's Trophy winners. You did it. Um, the 2014 playoff format. Um, and this just begs the question, why regular season hockey at all? Just give up playoff <laughs> hockey, please. Um, it should be insane. I'm, I am I will love it. Um, and I presume that like the 15th best team will win. Yeah. This is the NHL. It is the NHL. Notoriously have like eight, eight seeds beat one seeds all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. More than any other league. I'm, I'm so over the top today. So more than any other league, not all the time. But, yeah, you have 24 teams in a tournament. There's going to be upsets on yeah. top of upsets. And it's going to be wild. Yeah, and then some team that no one, you know, I, I, would, I don't, don't know hockey this season. Hand up, did not pay attention. Um, <laughs> but it's going to – I just would love for a team – um, you know, freaking the Phoenix Coyotes. I know they're not good, but what if they? What if they find? What if they find a way? What if the only team that like stayed in shape? That's the only reason why. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they go out and win the the Stanley Cup. That'd be wild. And now they're still drinking beer out of it <laughs> at the end of it. I presume that the celebrations will be slightly different. Um, the Phoenix Coyotes are in Marlow. I I can tell you that the. Buffalo Sabres, Detroit Red Wings, the Kings, the Ducks, San Jose Sharks, Ottawa Senators, and New Jersey Devils won't take the ice again. So those are the few teams that aren't involved. Um, <laughs> sad for my Detroit Red Wings, Marlo. Um, surprised to see the San Jose Sharks on there. I thought they were good. Must not be. Um, excited for that. It will be crazy. Uh, I embrace the craziness. I embrace the craziness in NHL like I embrace it in March Madness. Like the more crazy that it is, the more fun that it is, as opposed to like NBA, where it's like, oh, now it's like the the Kings won a series, yay! Don't want to really watch. <laughs> um, so NHL's come back, although it sounds like their training camp is going to start in July, so that might be more of an August thing as well. Um, all right, MLB, Marlo, last one, uh, just mainly because they're going to f it up, and they're <laughs> I I just feel like they're not going to play. Yeah, and it's. It's just such a disappointment, and I honestly don't know where to go with baseball at this point. Well, it's baseball, which is the wildest one, because baseball is like, I feel like one of the of the ones we talk about, the easiest one, just to come back and just play, you know? Just yep. from like a strategic standpoint. 
Like you, you can go, you know, I don't know. NBA is going to the extreme and quarantining their whole, their whole league. But, um, you know, like it's baseball. Like there's not that much contact, <laughs> you know, yeah. go, yeah, go, go play baseball. I don't know. That's, yeah. And I agree. Yeah. Like, how are you, how are you going to mess this up? This is not good. Yeah. So I was the, the mess up or the argument is over money. Um, ownership is basically saying we can't pay your full salaries. Everybody needs to take a pay cut. The players union is basically saying no. <laughs> and that's where we are. Um, as always, the fault lies somewhere in the middle. Um, I think you generally have to be more upset at ownership because they're the richer of the groups. So like, yeah, that they're squibbling over dollars is, is very frustrating. Not to mention that they gain more by generally making the sport more popular, right? So even if they lost money yeah. this year, the fact that they could like have a kind of PR win or a kind of a, a let's say an access win by their more eyeballs being on their sport and people just being excited that sports are back, um, they'll forego that even the good PR, the good exposure. Um, over dollars is infuriating and the fact that baseball players are kind of this isn't necessarily what they're saying but some have said this and a lot of it is like no we signed a contract we want to be paid in full for an 80 game season doesn't seem without fans like just economically doesn't make sense that's a foolish stance to take Um, I think I guess in my opinion that's like you can't say I'm not going to take a dollar less even though I'm playing half of the games and there aren't fans which is a comparative to the other sports a large part of baseball's revenue a larger part of baseball's revenue than the other sports although I'm reading a lot more now about how it's a lot for I mean it's a lot for everybody right but like I thought the yeah. percentage for baseball was so much more significant but NFL's is pretty big it's pretty big too um but they're quibbling over this. They're quibbling over these dollars. Not that I'm going to sit here and figure it out, Marlo. I don't <laughs> pretend to know that much about it, but they're quibbling over these dollars, which are significant dollars. I don't mean to belittle it, but there's just such distrust between the two sides. I don't think they're going to figure it out, and we're not going to have baseball. And I feel like this is going to be worse than the strike season. Ooh, really? From a baseball fan PR, yeah. like getting fans back to the game. True, because if if they're like, and let's just say hypothetically, NBA and NHL do come back, right? Yeah. And Major League Baseball does not. Like those two leagues are going to be taking up the time that's usually just baseball spotlight. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, if we're just if we're watching those sports, rolling the football, never never even touch baseball, and then we come back, it's like, oh, what is this? What is this sport? That they play on this yeah. field, um, the, well, yeah. Again, it, the whole casual fan, casual, just like like you'll be back, right? Um, but like that, yeah. The majority. Of I mean, the, yeah. The I'll be. I mean, I'll fan, be. I'm not. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but like but, the casual fan, the the coverage of it will kind of you know die off a little bit. Players won't go in as as recognized um, to the majority, and those those type of things takes a while to build back up. And I can see that. But even like, I'll be back and I'll like follow and watch. But like, what if I go to like 
half as many games, which isn't a lot, but like half as many. But then there's a thousand right. of me who go to half as many yeah. games. Right. Uh, no, I agree. Because back when there was a strike, it was just like, oh, here's millionaires and billionaires arguing about money. Now it's a million yeah. and millionaires and billionaires arguing about money during the pandemic when we're the country is begging for something to distract us from the stuff that is happening going on. Let's just say that um, it's them doing this while there's crazy amount of unemployment in this country. Like there's a, a um, backdrop to the millionaires and billionaires arguing that wasn't there when they had the strike. Um, and I think it looks worse. I think it will look worse. I'll be there. I'm going to watch baseball when it's on TV. It's or the Brewers at least. Um, I'll, I'll be there, but like maybe I'll care less. I don't know. And if I'm doubting if I'll care more or less, that's not a good sign for more actual normal people, casual fans. <laughs> so I don't know. They got to figure it out and they got to figure it out quick. Uh, cause they're running out of time. Cause they have, I think of, of the sports, strangely enough, it seems like MLB has the longest lead up to it. Yeah. Right? Because you got to, you know, you got to warm up the arms, you got to stretch the arms. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically got to get, basically got to get pitchers ready to be able to right. throw 100 pitches in a game. And that's yeah. different than like NBA conditioning. Not that it's harder. It just seems like it, it seems like it takes longer to get an arm ready than it does to get in the, in the right. baseball shape. Yeah. Per se. I feel you. So they're going to F it up and we're going to have baseball and that, that sucks because the Brewers are actually moderately competitive the last couple of years. They've been very competitive the last couple of years. I thought they'd be moderately competitive this year. And, you know, for a small market team, uh, these windows, Marlo, they're not that big. They're not that big. And we feel like we're on the tail end of one, although we have y'all locked up pretty good contract. Um, but uh, that's disappointing from a personal Brewer standpoint. All right. Uh, I guess last sports coming back, it sounds like a – much uh, announced game with Wisconsin against Notre Dame that we have saved on our calendars, Marlo, that we were totally going to go to. Totally. Um, at Lambeau. Yes. Sounds like it's in doubt. Um, when I wrote this note, I thought it was from the Wisconsin Badgers actual Twitter thing, but I think somebody just retweeted it um, who looked like the Wisconsin Badgers actual Twitter thing because why would they be doubting? <laughs> they would know because they they would be the Badgers. Um, one, but it does seem like, and I, I guess I have to start to come to grips with the fact that this game, it will happen, but maybe not at Lambeau Field, and almost certainly, Marla, we won't be going to it. Yeah, that would be sad. I mean, I've been, you know, looking forward to this since the last one, uh, and then when they announced this one, um, I, even if, I mean, yeah, even if it goes on, we probably can't go. You know, just mm. hypothetically speaking, uh, I, I feel like base, yeah, best case scenario is the game happens at Lambeau and no one's there to watch. It doesn't really happen if that's the case. But well, I think I think um, the, well, I think the best case is there's a game there, but it's a lower capacity crowd, like twenty five, ten percent, something well, like better that. Better be in the damn ten percent. We're not going to be Marlo. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be ten percent. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a it's, can, it was a funny story uh, when I think about this because you know I was going back and forth to re, you know, renew or sign renew my season tickets this year because 
they needed like a, like a, while, a little bit ago. And I was like, you know, you don't know if the season's going to happen, even though they say they're going to give you a refund. If they do something like, hey, 10% goes in, like, are they still going to keep my money? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I ended up doing it. And then, you know, you can pick some of the road games you get tickets for, right? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you get you you could pick you could pick road game tickets, and then based on your your giving, you know you have an order who gets no, to you, go, you, right? Your status or whatever. Yeah, your status. So I was like, well, you know what? I mean, this is the year. I'll just I'll just put it on all here because you know what? It probably won't happen anyways. And I put like the Notre Dame game in. I put a bunch of other road games in, and then I like sent it all in. I'm like, shit. What if this actually happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what if it's like loaded up with tickets for the whole season? I don't, I don't know what to do with. Um, <laughs> Shit, I want to go to all these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would go to this one. I would go to Lambo Notre yeah. Dame. It's going to be awesome. Um, I also had the idea of, you know, just banking all the money that I'm saving. Like if 2020 doesn't happen, essentially, especially the football yeah. season. Yeah. Um, just banking all the money that I'm saving now into the 2020 of sports that I would be going to or would be watching, spending money at the bar, spending money, you know, traveling with friends, all that stuff, and just go crazy in 2021 and go to every single game and just go ham. Uh, <laughs> but that probably won't happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be going to all the games in 2020 because you bought all the tickets. Yeah, yeah. Well, or yeah. Or my, I'm, yeah, I'm going to shine off my little Craigslist. There you go. Sell those uh, <laughs> at, at Illinois tickets. Yeah, I know we were there. Tickets. We were there this year. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and Northwestern probably next year. That'll be a fun one to go to. Yeah, it's already at twenty five percent capacity. So, um, all right, that's Actually, it. Is sports it? coming. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. No, that's it. I'm done. That's it. Sports yeah. coming back. Um, I think in in Texas they are a, so. I guess actual sports coming back. Um, uh, Premier League's coming back mid-June. I think La Liga is as well. I, I, again, stepping on the corner kick. Uh, Texas has said they're going to allow sports with 25% capacity. So that's kind of where my head's at on that. I think they're it, the first professional league overseas to allow fans back, the Russian Soccer League, Marlo. I know you're a big fan of that. Um, huge they're allowing crowds of 10 percent to to attend um i almost feel like zero would be better but (laughs) it seems i i just sad i don't even i don't even know how to watch the russian premier league if that's even what it's called i don't even know how to watch it but um there are leagues that will have fans so if that's happening in June, I mean, maybe we'll have fans. Again, I yeah. don't know all fans. I don't know. Um, well, but maybe there will yeah. be some people there. I'm hopeful college football is going to do it by sheer force. You know, just one, because they need them. Like, I know it's like a money-hungry thing, but for real, like, those programs fund a lot of the other, like, non-revenue sports that goes on at those universities. Um, so they're very well needed. And then you hear things like Ohio State coming in, talking about they modeled it out, having people in there, like what they like social distancing with you know twenty thousand people in their stadium, which is what twenty percent because they're like a hundred thousand person stadium, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Eighty hundred thousand, yeah. 
Yeah. And then Iowa comes out and is like, nope, we're just going to have football and we're going to have tailgating. And that's the way it's going to be. It's like, okay. Yeah. So I think you're just going to like brute force their way into doing this. Well, I mean, if there's a game, if there was a game tomorrow in the SEC, I mean, it's going to, it'd be packed. Oh, yeah. There'd be, there'd be a hundred thousand people there. Yeah. Well, that's that's not, that's, and that's not, that's not a knocking like, you know, like, you know, oh, Southerners, you know, whatever. That's just like, it's football culture. Like people will go to will go to football games. That would probably right. happen in any Big Ten school. Um, it'd probably happen. It's not gonna happen in Pac-12 because who, who cares? <laughs> Pac-12. Pac-12. You see, Bradrick Shaw's going to uh, Cal. I did. Yeah, good for him. I was excited. I was, I'm excited for him. Um, yeah, tough breaks here, oh, I, Wisconsin. Yeah, wishing just, the best going on. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, good for him. Um, shoot, I thought I had one more thing on on sports game back, but maybe I don't. That's all right. I got distra- I got distracted by my uh, fans coming. My fans coming back. Comment. Um, oh, I don't. Know, I go. No, I go. I go back and forth because, like, some days I'm like. There'll be fans. It'll it'll just happen like this brute force thing. Like it's just gonna happen. Yeah. And yeah. um and I don't mean it in like a F science and F, you know, whatever. We don't care, but I mean it in a sense like we'll be okay enough as a society, uh, to go back to mm-hmm. it. These are my optimistic yeah. days. And then I have yep. other days, uh more like today, where I'm kind of like concerned and hold up and I'm like we might never have this again. <laughs> we might never have people in stands. And I like I literally I waffle back and forth like in my own opinion's not the right word, but my own thought of what will happen. Well, I guess that's my opinion, right? Um yeah. of what as I kind of forecast what it will be like. There'll be this new normal where it's like there's just literally ten thousand people at football games and they're all s- dispersed amongst each other, and that's gonna be how it is from now on. And then I go, or there's a hundred thousand people in the swamp next week. Like that's any day. That's how I think it's going to go. Um, and I just, I just, nobody knows. I don't know. Um, and I just, I just kind of waffle back and forth between these absolutely two extremes. It's very weird, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's it. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, it does. And I feel the same exact way. Um, one minute I'm just like sports just never happen again. Then we're gonna have fans, and then the other I'm like, well, it's just yeah. There's gonna be some point, something's gonna break through in the next couple of weeks, and we're just you're just gonna be back. We're all gonna be back. It's gonna be fine. Um, so from one extreme to the next, I totally, I totally get that. It's like when I wrote Wisconsin Notre Dame Lambo and Dow, I was like, well, shit, I'd go. <laughs> you know, and then I think about it, and it's like, but if they're playing like, if they're playing like Maryland, yeah, probably. Probably not going to that one. Right, right. Probably, probably not going to go expose myself from Maryland. It's weird. Um, and the truth or the right thing is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, but I don't I don't know how that looks or how that works. And uh, hopefully there are smarter and better people working on it. Although, uh, I mean, I mean there, I'm sure there are. Um, but I feel like they are also just like us going like, well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really Agreed. know what to do. And there's yeah. nothing that's, I mean, I honestly feel like, and let me know if you feel differently, Marlo, but like, 
so we went in this lockdown how many weeks ago? Six, eight weeks ago, ten weeks? Ten, ten weeks ago. Do you feel like we know anything more? No. I don't. And I I don't feel like we know anything more. I just think we're acting differently. We are acting differently. And I think that's important. That's why even in states that have opened back up, like your Georgia's and uh, I think Colorado and, and, and Texas and Florida, you know, like it hasn't gotten worse. It's kind of plateaued, which is what I think the whole flatten the curb thing was. So like, yeah. I think we're just acting differently, but like that also takes into account, like we're not packing into a thousand seat, hundred thousand seat stadiums. I don't know. Right. Weird. Hopefully sports yeah. comes back. Hopefully it can come back safely. Um, and hopefully it's just not brute force. And then we have a whole disaster in the fall. I don't know. It'll be weird. Um, but in the end of the day, we'll have ultimate tag to watch. So yeah, you got that. We have that to fall back on. Um, that's all I got in sports. Maybe possibly coming back immediately or never. Who knows? Somewhere in between. Who knows? We're all going to find out together. Um, but you know what is here, Casey? America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. Never went away. Yeah. It's coming back. And here we are. Well, I think it went away for a little bit, but it's back. Um, we're going to talk a little more Bundesliga, Marlo. It's still the only league, at least that I can find on my television, that's happening. And here's the bad news, Marlo. It's over. The Bundesliga oh. is over. Um, Bundesliga. Bayern Munich is going to win it again. Um, <laughs> it's over before you even had a chance to watch it. It's tragedy. <laughs> tragedy, Marlo. You had about two weeks' chance. Um, match of the week, it's called Der Klassiker, um, which is German for the classic or something. I don't know. Whatever. It was um, Bayern Munich versus Dortmund, so the two best teams in the league. It was first and second place, and it was a ho- quote-unquote home game for Dortmund. Um, obviously, there weren't fans there, so it's less of a home game. And it was basically a can't lose for Dortmund. Um, a win obviously would have been great, but a a loss was tragic. They were four points behind going into the game. Uh, Bayern Munich won 1-0 in a relatively not great game. The first half was really good. The second half was eh. Um, so Bayern Munich moved seven points in the lead, I think, with like seven or eight games left to play, depending on on where you are in your schedule. And that's almost insurmountable with uh, Bayern Munich being as good as they are. So it's kind of disappointing. And I think that's an interesting, like how do you sell a league to a world audience where the outcome is more or less already decided? And that's the case for three of the top five leagues in Europe. Like in Germany, it's, almost always going to be Bayern in France. It's almost always going to PSG in Italy. It's almost always going to be Juventus at least the last 10 years. And then in La Liga, you have like a really two headed race. And that's why I think the EPL has done so well is, well, it's not the, so if I compared it to American sports, right, Mm -hmm. it's not 
I, I guess what well, what's the sport that has the most kind of turnover in winners? I think it's baseball, right? Baseball is the widest variety of of winners. Yeah. Yep. And so the EPL is like probably football whereas other sports are like college football where <laughs> it's like there's really four teams like it's not how i'm explaining this poorly when you know the outcome it's hard to get a vested outside interest in it right if Bayern munich's gonna win it's hard to cheer for and now that's how it looks and we had a chance this week that it wouldn't turn out this way um but unfortunately uh Dortmund didn't they didn't not show up, but they didn't get the result they wanted. Uh, and uh, the Bundesliga will probably almost certainly be won by Bayern Munich again. Um, so I'm wondering if it's still worth finding a team. I think I will still continue looking Marlowe until um, the Premier League is back, and then I might just abandon the whole endeavor. Uh, but I think I've narrowed it down to three teams. All right, so we're getting closer. The funnel is getting smaller. It's basically, um, so it's a, it's a quote-unquote top-tier team. Uh, they're in fourth place, um, Munchen Gladbach. Um, they are, I think, third or fourth uh, at the time we record this. I have a mid-table team, which is Schalke, uh, who has uh, an American winger uh, on their team and uh, a bottom-tier team, which is Dusseldorf, uh, because of, well, I've been to Dusseldorf. I've been to Munich and Berlin too, but whatever. Uh, I can't cheer for Bayern Munich. That's defeating the purpose <laughs> of this whole experiment. Um, and Berlin's team, I think, is not good, but whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'm narrowing in those three. So do I want to cheer for a kind of competitive team, a mid-table team, or a bottom-table team, uh, and kind of do the relegation battle? That's what I'm zeroing in on, Marlo, and those are the teams that I'm keeping a more keen eye on. Um Schalke's manager also managed in the Premier League uh, for a couple of seasons, so I know him. I don't know him. Like, we're not friends, but I know who he is. Um, could be friends. If you want to reach out, David Wagner, I'm, I'm, I'm available to be friends. So, there we go. That's it. A rambling corner kick for you, Marlo. There it is. There it is, Bundesliga. You were so fun. Um, Cool. Nothing else, Casey. That's it. I think that is it. We I talked an amazing amount longer than I thought we ever would on this. this As episode. always, we did it. Uh, yeah, we did it, guys. We're here. All right. Um, cool. Yeah, that's it. As always, you guys check us out uh, on Twitter at One Third You Breeze. Myself at Marlo Jr. Casey at Prof Badger Fan. Remember next Sunday, one o'clock Central. Uh, Podcast Wisconsin Podcast Association Podcastathon. You find us on Facebook Live on the Facebook uh, Facebook page or A100 on iHeartRadio. Otherwise, we'll be back at you next Monday. That's it for me, Casey. Any last words? Um, yeah, check us out. I, th- I probably should come up with a new Twitter handle if I'm ever going to do one before that live stream. Um, so <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Um, but other than that, I uh, hope that everyone uh, stays safe and be well.